0: Hey everyone, welcome to Finding the Floor. This is episode 84, and today I'm going to talk about procrastination. It's funny how like that word, when you say it too much, procrastination, it sounds weird. I am going to talk today about procrastination and how to like overcome this problem because I have to tell you, you guys, I have a problem. (laughs) The reason this came up for me was I was listening to a podcast. I think it was one of um, Jody Moore's podcasts and it was about minimalism and the guest was sharing you know all the things you need to do and she said a lot of times people just like procrastination is just not wanting to make a decision and I was like what is that really all it is like I'm just walking around my house not making decisions or I don't want to do something I I, I don't want to decide it just seemed really really simple And there's not all this like guilt and baggage involved with, well, I just need to decide. That's it. That's all I need to do to fix this. So I decided to figure out if that was the problem. And I think that's part of the problem. But I found some other really cool information that kind of relates back to, in a way, like social anxiety and I'll get to that in just a minute. But first, I just think it's interesting. So there are like certain types of people who just get things done, they don't procrastinate. I mean, maybe everyone procrastinates a little but but they're like, you know, people who just like, I don't know, they just don't not do things. (laughs) Whoever you are, the type A people, I'm definitely not the type A. So it reminded me of this blogger that I follow. Um, It's called the DIY Playbook and her name is Casey Finn and she has this like home improvement type blog and I can't even remember how I found her. Maybe there was some project on Pinterest that I found and then you know, you have to put in your email and then I've been getting these newsletters. And anyway, so I have just followed her for probably a couple of years. And every once in a while, she does this post where people are like, I just want to know like what the day in the life, like what your day looks like. And so she goes through her day and she's very scheduled and she just is go get her getting everything done like i have this schedule i make sure to plan out this far in advance i'm always doing this and this and just it doesn't seem like anything gets put off like she probably doesn't procrastinate which is why she has a successful blog going on right okay makes sense so then i'm thinking wouldn't it be funny to talk about my day and the things I avoid doing or, I mean, sometimes I have really good days. Like I get up, I get people, help them get off to seminary. And if we're not driving, I'll like start my scripture study and work out and then just start working on my podcast and take care of things after school and then have dinner, go to the store, like all the things. I'll, I'll have a day like that. But sometimes i feel like lately a lot of my days are like okay get up get kids off to seminary and then if i'm not driving i'm going back to sleep for an hour (laughs) and then at seven i'm gonna drag myself out of bed again and try to drag my youngest out of bed hurry run downstairs put her lunch together and we're running out the door barely making the bus (laughs) and then my day goes okay well I didn't get up early to study my scriptures so I do after she gets on the bus and I end up doing that for a little while which I really enjoy my scripture study time lately and then I'll need to work out because I like doing that too which are all good things I'm not putting those things off but I noticed that my day just kind of like gets later and later to starting either with my podcast or other things that I have scheduled for the day. But really, it's also like I walk around my house and I see the things that I haven't done for some reason, like a the bag that's sitting there of stuff we went through a drawer and we were going to donate. And it's been in my hallway for like two weeks Or I have a pair of pants that I need to return that I got as a gift. And that was like a month ago. Or even I just think it's funny. So then at night, my great example or not great example is that I would say the past, well, quite regularly, I'm going to be honest, (laughs) is that I am just really tired at the end of the day and I don't do my dishes. You guys, I just throw them in the sink, make sure all the food is put away, and I go to bed. And most of the time, I just do them in the morning. I know. Sometimes I do them in the evening, but I just am like, oh, I am so tired. I'm not dealing with this right now. And I just go to bed. That's what I do. And then there are some days where I'm like, I'll do my dish, the dishes right after dinner or after we study scriptures at night. And <laughs> I'm like, you know what? It really only takes like 10, maybe 15 minutes to do the dishes. And I know I should be making sure my kids are doing the dishes more. I got that too. I need to work on that. But I just think it's so funny that the contrast, like what is it about me? I am just not this, like, I have to have everything in its place and we're going to do this and da 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 da. I'm just not that type of person. So I was trying to figure out what it is about procrastination and why I don't want to get it all done. I mean, there are days where I'll do laundry and I'm totally fine doing a ton of laundry. And there are some days where I'm like, you know what? I just don't feel like putting in a load of laundry today we'll be fine. They have a bunch of clothes. We'll be okay. (laughs) It is just funny. And I can see why some of my procrastination really, you know, it shows. Let's just say that. (laughs) Then the other thing is just like, I don't know. Maybe it's just part of me not, I don't think super far ahead. I have friends and other family members who like are planning for Christmas in July and I am like whoa what is that like I thought thinking about Christmas right after Thanksgiving was early but that's apparently late so there I think there's just a lot of maybe more of a personality thing but procrastination what is it that I'm trying to avoid. So, I did lots of research. I um, read a lot of articles. I watched this TED talk about this guy who talked about how he was like this really big procrastinator. And I'll link all these on my website. But he talks about how he has this monkey in his brain, and his monkey just always wants to do the fun things. And the rational person needs to take over more. And he talks about that and the panic monster who gets in when the deadline gets close. Then he'll start doing his work. And yeah, I get that. There were a lot of articles that were saying, you know, it's about being, um, setting up the future you with the present and just being willing to do what you need to do when you thought about doing that in the past, all this stuff. But then I came across this article in New York Times titled Procrastination Has Nothing to Do with Self-Control by Charlotte Lieberman. And here is what I loved. It said, Procrastination isn't a unique character flaw or a mysterious curse on your ability to manage time, but a way of coping with challenging emotions and negative moods induced by certain tasks. Boredom, anxiety, insecurity, frustration, resentment, self-doubt, and beyond. We must realize that, at its core, procrastination is about emotions, not productivity. The solution doesn't involve downloading a time management app or learning new strategies for self-control. It has to do with managing our emotions in a new way. Okay, so this is sort of where the social anxiety comparison comes in. So if you remember back in the book, um, one of the things, if you have social anxiety, you're super worried about some flaw that you have, whether real or not real or exaggerated in your mind, that is going to be revealed to others, and so you avoid social situations so you won't have the reveal and that avoidance generates more and more anxiety it kind of confirms this idea of you having a flaw when you avoid so here's my thought about the procrastination thing as it relating to emotions so you're trying to avoid emotions that come up when you're doing a certain task and when you keep on avoiding it it makes it seem bigger. Does that make sense? So if I avoid things or if I just put off something whether it be something little like putting away my laundry or unloading the dishwasher all those little things maybe I just don't want to do that avoidance kind of builds this that belief that it's going to be harder than it is, or you're going to have this emotion when you do it. Does that make sense? So in the same way that you just kind of have to overcome social anxiety by doing things that you just don't want to do, and that I guess is an obvious thing, like procrastination, duh, you just do it, right? But you recognize that you're avoiding a situation because of a certain, usually negative emotion that is related to that task. And if you can just like recognize or kind of be curious about what that emotion is, depending on whatever it is, then it's easier to like, just do it anyway, kind of like keep on going through. And it's, it's become a bigger deal than what it really is because you keep on avoiding it. When I was listening to the podcast, her comment about, you know, it's just like not making decisions. And I think that is also dealing with some emotions that you don't wanna deal with. Like, I have all this paper that comes in from my kids and from the mail and even like at Christmas. It's so funny how I finally just decided, okay, I love everyone's cards and I've had them up for like um, six weeks or, and not that I just did this, but I just remember this feeling like I'm just going to throw them out, even though everyone's so cute in these. And in the, sometimes in the past, I've kept them in a bag, but then I don't do anything with them. So it's that like dilemma of, well, what do I do? I've got this new stuff that just came into my house and I've organized everything, but this doesn't have a place. And so this woman saying, well, you just decide. And now I'm understanding that part of that not wanting to decide or choosing to delay that decision also has to do with whatever negative emotion you think may come up or may not come up. Okay. So, as I was reading all these things, there were lots of solutions. Apparently, I read one thing that there are like 600 books out there about overcoming procrastination. So, I am just going to talk about a couple things that I notice when I take the time to do these things, then I don't procrastinate as much. And it's good for me to notice. So that uh, I'll talk about more that later. Okay, so first thing is making sure to set aside a time for a certain task. So for instance, we have been working on this hutch that we've been building, and I need to order knobs and poles for the drawers. And I know I need to do this, but I just haven't done it. And I noticed that, oh, I need to make sure I just put on my calendar or say after dinner tonight, you're going to get on online and look for some knobs and pulls that you want to buy. The same thing with like making appointments. Sometimes I just know I need to make an appointment, but because I don't just sit down and set aside a time. To just make some appointments, either with like kids, dentist or doctor's appointments or haircuts, they just don't happen. And so, yeah, some people are really good at that. Or you have one day a week where you just make all your appointments. You know, the same blogger, Casey Finn, she has one day a year or every six months where she makes all her appointments. I mean, she's like, she's got it down. (laughs) That is not me. But maybe someday, I don't know if I'll be just like that, but maybe I won't procrastinate as much or I'll have some systems in place that will help me. Okay, so making sure to set aside time. And like the other thing is that I have a couple things I want to try selling on like Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist. And I've taken pictures of them, but again, I need to just make sure I sit down and set aside that time to you know make the post or whatever and all of these things like it's not like they're hard and for some of those things it's not like it brings up emotions some of it like for with appointments or little things like that most of it is just like oh I need to do that and I keep forgetting to do that because I didn't set aside time so maybe for me it's either have one day a week. Where I'm like, okay, for the next half hour, do you have any appointments to make this week? Maybe that's something I can do. So there's an idea is making sure to set aside time. Because sometimes things aren't going to happen unless you make time for them. They're not just going to fit into your schedule. When I was getting fly lady emails, she's the one who like, helps you get a cleaning schedule or whatever she always would have Wednesday is anti-procrastination day. So she would set aside one day a week to make sure things that she had been putting off for the week would get done. So for instance, the bag that needs to go being donated to the thrift store gets thrown in the car and taken that day or stuff you need to take back to the store and return, that happens that day. So again, this setting aside time during the day or having one day a week your anti-procrastination day that might help with a lot of things all right the next thing which i notice with little things too is this idea of perfectionism plays into procrastination So if you can't do it exactly right and perfectly, you don't even start. I think I've talked about perfectionism before, and I've never really thought of myself as a perfectionist, like I have to have everything just so. Usually I think of type A personalities, perfectionists, they don't procrastinate. But I also think there is this idea that, oh, I'm going to have the perfect time to do this certain thing and the perfect time doesn't actually ever happen. So, for instance, we had ordered cabinets to kind of put together our this hutch that we're making in my dining room because I wanted more storage and so we've set aside the time to we got the cabinets and everything finally came in and So we have all this cardboard from the cabinets and it's been piling up. Some is in my dining room still and some is in my garage. And there's a lot that's not just going to fit into my garbage. So I need to like bind it up on our garbage day when the recycling people come and get it. And I always think to myself, okay, I'm going to do this on Thursday nights because that's we have our garbage comes on Friday. So I'll just bind them together on Thursday. But it always seems like Thursdays are really busy, especially the past few weeks. So Thursdays, like we usually have a concert or I'm running around. And by the end of the night, I don't want to go out and bind the cardboard. So I haven't. Again, it's I don't know if that's emotion. I don't have the energy. So then I don't do it. So I've decided, well, why don't I just do it when I have the energy on a random day this week? So one day this week, I'm going to just do it and it's not going to be the perfect day on Thursday night so I can just set it out, but it'll already be bundled so then on Thursday night, I can just set it out for our garbage. So sometimes I think we think that believe there's this like perfect time to do something or the perfect way to do something and if we can't get that just right we don't want to start and what I am trying to tell you and what I am trying to tell myself as well is that there is no such thing there's no magical day that will make it work best you just decide and you get to do it And then I think the other thing that also I've noticed why I procrastinate is like, it goes along with perfectionism a little bit, is this idea there is a right and a wrong way to do something. And when I think about things around my house, I'm like, oh, well, if I just figure out the right way to organize these things, then I'll put them away. Or, oh, I just don't know what to do with all these like I said, almost like all these Christmas cards, is there, what do people do with them? And then I just don't do anything or the right way, I don't know, to put away your blankets or just the right way to pick something online. And anyway, it's just all different things that you might need to accomplish. I personally can sometimes worry that, oh, I don't know if I'm going to do it the right way. So then I don't do anything. And again, there's really no right or wrong way to even organize. And even when I taught when I had my little organization about, you know, organize with your personality, like the organizing ladybug lady or organizing by your personality types, that all works. And you can just decide how you want to do it. It doesn't matter if someone else thinks that's the wrong way. If it works for you, in the way you live your life and how you want to do certain things, then that's going to work for you. And also, if it is, quote unquote, the wrong way, if you do it and find out that, let's say, it doesn't work or that's not the best way to do it, then you find out and it's not just sitting in a pile somewhere or it's not getting done or the task isn't getting done. So just go and do it. It's like, it's really me talking to myself, not you guys. Because I I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm the worst at procrastination because I do get things done. But there are just some things that I'm like, I don't want to do that. Okay, so there's just no right way. Make a decision. I think, again, if I can't make a decision, why is it? Is it because I think there's a right way? What emotion am I trying to avoid? What is going on? The other thing that I thought was really funny is as I was doing this research, one of the first articles that came up was from James Clear. Okay, we did a month, like I did four episodes about his book. And he has all those techniques that not only relate to like your bad habits, and I think procrastination, I guess I shouldn't say I think. Procrastination kind of becomes a little habit. You just kind of do the thing like when sometimes I get too tired and I don't do my dishes, that can slowly become a habit, right? And my dishes do get done, you guys. <laughs> the next morning, usually. I don't leave them for days. But um, those same techniques from his book, you can put towards and look into why you don't want to do a certain thing. So... Some of my favorite things were, again, the two-minute rule. Like, okay, well, the hardest thing about something you don't want to do is just getting started. So can you do it for two minutes? And usually once you get started, you're like, oh my gosh, it's not that bad. Because again, I feel like the procrastination has warped your idea of how bad it is to start. Kind of like anxiety has this warped idea of like how bad you may appear and procrastination is kind of, oh, this is going to be hard and emotionally or whatever. And and that's out of kilter. So just get started. This other YouTube video I watched and it was about, I think it was called like this guy who was in medical school and he talked about how sometimes... The idea of studying for three hours was way too overwhelming for him. And so he would break it into 25-minute sessions. And so if he just said, okay, I'm I'm just going to study for 25 minutes with a five-minute break and then begin again another 25 minutes, that would motivate him to just get started. And then once you get started, so you have your two-minute rule or doing it in small increments. And the other thing is just being specific on what you need to get done during the day because there are obviously a million things I could do. I could just be constantly doing things. And the one thing I also don't want to say is that um, I was listening to a coaching call yesterday and I love this. We are not human doings, we are human beings. And so being specific about, let's say, a few things you want to get done. There was this um, suggestion of making a list of six things you want to get done and you cross off the things. And if you don't get to the all six, that's fine. They just go next, you know, on your list the next day. And just be content with maybe, like, you, you're not going to do everything. But to my point of, like, the people who are not socially anxious because they go out and they do things and they don't have this, like, warp sense of, like, oh, I'm this idea of this flaw that they have. I think people who don't procrastinate have just done it so much that it's nothing's like a big deal. Like they don't have an emotional charge to it. It's just, yeah, we just sit down and I make my appointments and I do this on this day and I just get the things done. And it's just, they have that momentum and they practiced not procrastinating. Just like you would practice going into a social situation I look at that blogger and I look at a lot of some friends that I have who are just like, you know, good at getting things done and not, they always have their dishes done or getting their kids to do what they need to do. And they just do it. It's this practice of not procrastination continues to build the good feelings or the, the realization that it's really not as bad. The last thing I wanted to mention was that we're all going to procrastinate sometimes. And this one article was suggesting that you want to make sure that you forgive yourself and you be compassionate. Because a lot of times if we're like shaming ourselves for procrastinating, then it just is this like um, vicious cycle. And if we're forgiving and compassionate and even a little bit curious, I'm like, oh, I wonder what I thought I was like avoiding a feeling or bad feeling I thought I was going to have when I had to do that obviously it wasn't that bad just you know being understanding of yourself and then next time you're like okay I'm not going to procrastinate next time and the other thing that they said that was really helpful and this was an article titled procrastination by David McRaney and he said just to be aware that you do procrastinate. And maybe there's just a few things that you especially know that like, oh, I just always procrastinate. Okay, a couple things for me. I don't know why you guys, but like returning things to the store and like going to the post office. Not sure why that's hard for me. But those are the few that I'm like, definitely have a hard time with I notice like if I send something to Izzy I'm like oh well I'm just gonna order on Amazon instead of having to go to the post office because I it will take me like three weeks for some reason to get to the post office I don't know why I just don't want to go there maybe it's I don't want to wait in line and sometimes it's busy sometimes it's not who knows just that extra step in that article he mentions a study that was done in a class. So they had three classes and they each were given assignments to write three papers in three weeks. One class was given a deadline. All of the three papers were due at the end of the three-week period. Um, That was class A. Class B was given the opportunity to set their own deadline and then they would have to stick with that deadline. And class C was just given the assignment that each paper they were assigned three papers but paper one was due at the end of week one paper two end of week two and paper three due at the end of week three guess which class did the best (laughs) i know for me it would be class c that would be super helpful i need to have shorter deadlines and fewer things to work on. So it got done. And so Class C was the best at not procrastinating. So I love this quote from the article, but it's not by the author. It says, interestingly, these results suggest that although almost everyone has problems with procrastination, those who recognize and admit their weaknesses are in a better position to utilize available tools, for pre-commitment and by doing so help themselves overcome it and this quote was by Dan Arelli from the book predictably irrational okay so I mentioned again like returning things in the post office was for me and there's probably a lot of other things like putting away laundry not sure why that's a hard thing because it's not ever a hard thing Maybe that's more like, I just need to set aside a day where I just put away the laundry because I can fold laundry all day, but it just will stay in the baskets. So today, before I recorded, I was thinking about a few things I had been putting off or I'd been meaning to do. So one was make an appointment. So I made an appointment and then one, I set aside time to do it. And another is, um, I need to return something for my birthday and I'm planning on doing it tonight when my girls go to their youth activities. So I just had to make sure I knew the hours so that to make sure it was open because my brain would be like, oh, I don't know if it's going to be open, so maybe not worry about it. But I found out and it is open and I'm going to take it back while they're at their activity. So there we go. We can totally do this. And really, I can totally do this. Like this really was me looking around thinking, why do I have a hard time making decisions? Or why do I put things off? Like what is going on? And so for me, a couple things that I think have been helpful is I'm going to set aside time in my schedule to do things I've been meaning to do, break them down into smaller specific steps to make it easier to accomplish. I'm also going to try to not make things such a big deal. And when I procrastinate, maybe I'm going to just see what feelings I'm really trying to avoid and then do it anyway. Because honestly, anytime you're procrastinating, I feel like sometimes the procrastination part is worse until you finally do it. Which is totally true. Because you have like the guilty, like I should be doing this, but I'm not doing it. So then you just don't have that. You just do it. Okay, you guys. Maybe it's just me, maybe you guys are all amazing non-procrastinators, but if you're a little bit like me, hopefully this can help you in your learning to not procrastinate. Oh, and I did make a little handout for last week's podcast about friendship and I made it a PDF and I found a way to make it linkable and now I'm just trying to figure out where to put that because... So I might just put it on my website, but if you want to get it, you're going to need to give me your email and then I can send you other stuff. But it's like three pages, sort of like a little worksheet to think about how to make friends and if that'd be helpful for you or for your kids, hopefully it will be helpful. Okay. So look for that. I will try to have a link in the podcast description where you find my podcast and you just scroll down um, after like it describes the what the podcast is about. Yeah, that place. <laughs> okay, you guys, have an awesome week. And as always, thanks for listening. Bye. you enjoyed today's episode if you have any questions come by findingthefloor.com where I will have show notes and links for anything I've mentioned today special thanks to Seth Johnson for creating and performing the theme music come back next week and thanks for listening